Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. The country is bracing for impact. The special counsel's Russia report. Will Congress get to see? And will the public ever find out. This is the State of America. Underway right now, we begin with breaking news. We have the clearest indication yet that special counsel Robert Mueller is nearly done with his almost two-year investigation. Yes. From what I understand, that will be totally up to the attorney general. Today, the special counsel investigation has resulted in more than three dozen people charged with nearly 200 criminal counts. The charges today relate in no way to Russian collusion. You can see evidence in plain sight uh, on the issue of collusion. That was a Democrat hoax. It's a witch hunt. Phony witch hunts. The man doesn't tell the truth. And it's said that I should take responsibility for his dirty deeds. I'm Kate Baldwin in New York. To review is watching around the world. This is State of America. The end is near. CNN is reporting that as early as next week, the Justice Department may announce that the special counsel's Russia investigation is complete. An investigation that launched on May 17th of 2017, almost two years ago, to look into possible collusion between Donald Trump's campaign and Russia to interfere in the 2016 election, along with any other crimes. The U.S. Justice Department has just named a special counsel in the Russia investigation. This is a significant step. We are learning that the Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein has appointed former FBI Director Bob Mueller to now oversee the Russia probe and look at the possible connections between Trump campaign associates and Russia. And since then, it has been a long and winding road. And this is what Bob Mueller has been up to. In summary, 34 people and three companies have been indicted. There have been, a, there have been 199 overall criminal charges. Seven people have pleaded guilty. Four of them already have been sentenced to prison, and three others are awaiting sentencing. This has reached from the very bottom of the campaign, like a volunteer advisor, the campaign like to call a coffee boy. I remember him being enthusiastic about uh, a potential meeting between the candidates and uh, President Putin after I raised the the, uh, question. It also has reached to as high as the former campaign chairman, Paul Manafort. Paul Manafort is now a major government cooperator and a potential witness against the president. Manafort, the former Trump campaign chairman, just a little while ago pleaded guilty in a Washington federal court to one count of conspiracy, one count of witness tampering. And it's caught a lot of folks in between. Many caught lying to investigators and almost always about their contacts with Russia, including Trump's longtime advisor, Roger Stone. The charges today relate in no way to Russian collusion, WikiLeaks collaboration, 
or any other illegal act in connection with the 2016 campaign. I look forward to being fully and completely vindicated. Even the president's family has been swept up in this. The infamous Trump Tower meeting during the campaign where the president's son met with a Russian attorney linked to the Kremlin who was promising dirt on Hillary Clinton. In retrospect, I probably would have done things a little differently. Least. Add to all that, the Mueller investigation has spawned even more investigations and charges. Most significantly, Trump's longtime personal attorney, Michael Cohen, who famously once said that he would take a bullet for his boss. The words the media should be using to describe Mr. Trump are generous, compassionate, principled, empathetic, kind, humble, honest, and genuine. Well, now Michael Cohen is singing a very different tune. He's pleaded guilty to campaign finance violations and bank fraud, all over hush money payments that he says Donald Trump directed him to make to keep a porn star and a Playboy model silent about their alleged affairs right before Americans went to vote in the 2016 election. Was it hush money to stay silent? Yes. Um, The story was coming out again. Um, I was concerned for my family and their safety. So now the man who said he'd take a bullet for Donald Trump says he will do anything but that. I am done with the lying. I am done being loyal to President Trump. And my first loyalty belongs to my wife, my daughter, my son and this country. And Cohen is about to make a big splash in a big way before he heads to prison. He's got a date with Congress to testify publicly about all of this, the president included. So for folks at home who are keeping count or trying, because honestly, I can barely do it. In addition to the Russia investigation, there are now state and federal investigations into the Trump Organization, the president's inaugural committee, his campaign, his transition, his administration and even the Trump charitable Foundation. And in these two head-spinning years of investigation and speculation, the special counsel himself has uttered not a single word in public. Donald Trump has taken a different route. It's a total witch hunt. It's a Democrat hoax. They have this witch hunt. That was a Democrat hoax. It's a witch hunt. Phony witch hunts. It was a hoax. It's like a witch hunt. It's like a witch hunt. This is a hoax. The witch hunt continues. I call it the Russian hoax. The witch hunt, as I call it. Leaving the country as divided as ever. And this investigation, a political Rorschach test yet again. Here we are a year and a half later, not one bit of evidence, any type of collusion, any type of coordination between the Trump campaign and and Russia. You can see evidence in plain sight uh, on the issue of collusion. Pretty compelling evidence. Now, Uh, There's a difference between seeing evidence of collusion and being able to prove a criminal conspiracy beyond a reasonable doubt. One thing everyone agrees on, they're all eagerly waiting to see what Mueller's report says, including the former acting director of the FBI who first launched the investigation. Do you still believe the president could be a Russian asset? I think it's possible. I think that's why we started our investigation. And I'm really anxious to see where Director Mueller concludes that. So after all of this, I know you're wondering, when are you going to be able to read the report? It's a good question. The answer may be, though, never. The new attorney general, Bill Barr, he's only required by the regulations to tell Congress that the special counsel's work is done. He doesn't have to release any report to anyone. And he definitely 
is not making any promises. I am going to make as much information available as I can, consistent with the rules and regulations that are part of the special counsel regulations. I don't know what, what, uh, at the end of the day, what will be releasable. I don't know what uh, uh, Bob Mueller is, is writing. We also don't know what Bob Mueller is writing, of course, but we do know that one chapter in this very long story already is closing, and another one is just about to begin. So, coming up, what will this next chapter look like? If Mueller clears the president, will Democrats go along with it? If Mueller does the opposite, will Republicans accept it? The panel is here next. two years of investigation, indictments, guilty pleas, and a whole lot of speculation. We've spent hours on this show alone dissecting what the developments mean. Just ask any of the panelists. They'll be like, seriously, Kate. But the rubber is soon to meet the road as a special counsel is about to deliver the report. The panel with me tonight, Crystal Ball, president of the People's House Project, a Democratic Political Action Committee. Steve Rogers is here, a member of President Trump's re-election campaign advisory board. Doug High is a CNN political commentator and former communications director for the Republican National Committee. And Josh Rogan is a CNN political analyst and columnist for The Washington Post. It's great to see you guys. Crystal, let me ask you this about where we are in this very moment. The attorney general, he's the man who really has the final say here, right? right. And as the regulations dictate, um, he doesn't have to show much. He's not required to fully release the report. He's required to tell Congress that it's concluded. Correct. And if he had gotten in the way of any investigative leads that Mueller had wanted to pursue. Right. With that in mind, why do you think he's going to do anything other than just that? Well, here's why. And, and I am an optimist that we are ultimately going to see most, some or most of the report, the parts that are not classified anyway. And that's because if we don't, a million conspiracy theories are going to bloom on both sides and this will never, ever be over. Now, I'm not a huge fan of Attorney General Barr. However, I do think he is a professional. I think that he is a patriot. I think he fundamentally has the country's best interest at heart. And so I'm placing my trust and hope that he is going to want to answer some of these questions for the American people and for the world. And let's be honest. This is going to leak out. OK, this How? is a huge Ooh. story. Mueller hasn't you, leaked anything. The, every piece of this investigation so far has been leaked out. The problem is when it leaks out, sometimes it's wrong. Sometimes it has to be corrected. And it has no context around exactly. it. Exactly. So wouldn't it be better if Barr just saves us all the time and energy and grief and just gives us it all up front so that we can have an actual accounting of what right. happened with the Russian attack on our democracy? Well, and something like 80 percent of Americans want that across the aisle. Both and sides when you have that, that kind of heat around something. It's very hard to resist. As, as a... As a so as a longtime supporter of Trump's policies, not only not always of his tactics or words, we talk about that all the time. You'd like to hear him say things a little bit differently or stay off Twitter. But when it comes to this whole thing, do you want to see it fully released? Yes, I do. And I want to see it fully released because I believed all along, as many people mm -hmm. do, that Robert Mueller was on a fishing expedition. Uh, keep in mind that there caught has a lot never, of fish. Well, 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 yeah, he caught a lot of little fish, but his Paul mission Manafort, was to bring Michael down the Flynn. president. No, no, his no, his mission was not to bring down the president. National Security oh, Advisor, no, campaign no, no. manager, his job deputy campaign manager. From the Department of Justice was to investigate any possible collusion between the Russian government and the Trump campaign. And he found none. 
He we don't know that. He yeah. has not even used the word. We have collusion. not made any progress. I mean, not made any progress. Yet. He has. He has not used the word collusion we at don't, all. Robert we don't know Will what we don't it. know. And what we know is that the little fish were caught. He didn't get the big fish, which was the president of the United States, because there's nothing there. We we'll know see. that Paul Manafort was handing off poll results to his buddy who was affiliated with Russian intelligence. Well, and we know Donald Jr. was hanging out in Trump no, Tower we with Russians. We know For a lot of stuff. We do also know that the point of the investigation was to see if the Trump campaign had collusion. Not necessarily the Trump, the Trump himself, <laughs> the Trump. had colluded and picked up the phone and said, Vlad, let's do this, 2016. Well, That's not well, what, Kate, that if, was not what was the beginning of the investigation. Yeah, if there were but, people that did that, I'm sure it was without any knowledge of mm, the president oh, or anyone. And, and, and that may come out in the report. <laughs> yes, and as you say, that's why, that's why you want to see and it. And there's stuff out. that they did that's short of criminal conspiracy, but still pretty bad. If you're aiding and abetting attack on our democracy by promoting fake news, stolen material, by being what they call a useful idiot to a Russian attack on our democracy, mm -hmm. that's not a crime. That's really bad. I want to know about yeah, that, Yeah, what's too. really bad I is going know. to a FISA court with information that was incorrect and false. We're, that's what's we're really moving bad. on from. We are really moving on from that one. <laughs> okay. um, Doug, play both these scenarios out for me as, as I'm trying to kind of get it in my head. If the president, is, if the president and those around him are cleared, no collusion mm -hmm. whatsoever, no connection with Russia, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff not a lot of fire. A lot of smoke, not a lot of fire. Do Democrats accept it? And if the opposite happens, if there is real, if, if this makes, if there's a real suggestion that something nefarious was going down, will Republicans accept it, do you think? Ultimately, no. You really people, don't think so? are going to, the, the truth is going to be in the eye of the beholder on this. And I think this is the situation that we've been setting ourselves up for on both sides um, for, for too long. Whatever Trump does, Republicans are, he are very hesitant to be critical unless it's very specific on an issue as opposed to criticizing the president himself. Right. For Democrats, they have an incentive, especially those who are running for president, not to, if not to not accept the results or um, the, the, the report, mm -hmm. to push this as negative against Donald Trump as, as can be. So, you know, if we, every time we say, tell ourselves it can't get worse, it can get worse. Well, this is not over. The House Democrats just took over all these committees. They're starting a whole new round of investigations. Good Nobody knows what they're going to find. And so not to mention the know, Southern District, and, and, but, but, et cetera, et cetera. Do you think that any yes. political <laughs> investigation, as yes. we've seen no. on both sides of the aisle, when they have led within the, in the when and, they have had the majority and, and the presidents of the opposing party, every, do you think they're going to find more than Robert Mueller? I think Mueller they're going to find a bunch of crazy stuff. And I, I think, think more than the Trump organization stuff, all that stuff. You know what they're going to do? They're going to have a committee and another committee. They're going to have a committee, committee, the tax returns nowhere, going nowhere. It's all politics with it. Well, people have agendas. Facts are right or wrong. I I absolutely agree with you, but I do wonder, I don't know, whoever wants to take it. No matter, you're talking about this chapter closes, right? When does, when do, and do we all ever, do they, do we move on from it? Because the core of this still exists, which is Russia isn't done trying to right. meddle in elections right. here and elsewhere, and they're getting better at it. And, and they're learning. And you have the Trump campaign refu refusing to say they won't use stolen data. You still have this bizarre coziness in his language and approach towards Vladimir Putin. And you got another election coming up. So, so the country no. doesn't move on. 
Well, no, and nor should it. Nor should it. Nor should it. They're still attacking us, right? We might be tired of fighting the Russians. They're not tired of fighting us. Right. And they, one of the biggest failures of this administration is failing to bolster our systems to make sure that the future Russian attacks on our democracy again, don't work. Part, part of this, exactly, and part of this is still in the eye of the beholder. We, we can think writ large. Everybody can agree writ large. Well, what Russia does when it meddles in elections is wrong. But yeah, they're not meddling right. in my election to help me. They're, they're meddling in your well, election always, to help you. That's, yes. And that's ultimately the problem. At, some point, at some point, we've got to right. put country before party. And the Who country is before right, party, and I believe, and I'm talking about both Democrats and Republicans. The people want country before party, and I believe at the end of the day, when all this is over, that's exactly the road we're going to go down. Who leads the charge, though? Because that, you know who, you know who should always, I know we can all say in unison, the President of the United States and can I, lead I, the and charge. And I truly believe, and I'm not saying this for any political reasons other than that he will, and he's leading the charge now. We're just not hearing a lot about it. Look at the economy's strong. People, the quality of life no, of I mean leading the charge, like moving forward from this. Oh, I, I, it, well, well, I believe when people start looking at their quality of life, which is a lot better, and our foreign policy, it's getting better. Look what he's doing with China with the tariffs. He's working on that. North Korea, so, Russia. Let's do this. Let's talk about the state of things. And let's talk about all of the Democrats who want to move him out of the White House and just help him get that moving truck right to the White House as quickly as possible. Coming up. Democratic presidential candidates are just getting started, and they are already breaking records. Does a major fundraising haul by Bernie Sanders launch him to the front of the pack? That is next. You will recall, you may recall, that in 2016, many of the ideas that I talked about, Medicare for all, raising the minimum wage uh, to $15 an hour, uh, making public colleges and universities tuition free, all of those ideas, people will say, oh, Bernie, they're so radical, they are extremely American people, just won't accept those ideas. Well, you know what's happened in over three years? All of those ideas and many more are now part of the political mainstream. Bernie Sanders there reminding voters that he was liberal before liberal was cool. Way back in 2016, he just launched his second bid for the White House, and his campaign announced that they busted through records in doing so, bringing in nearly $6 million in donations in the first 24 hours. So, did Bernie Sanders win the week? Does that mean he wins a Democratic nomination? Oh, don't worry, we are way too far away to, do, to declare that yet. But, Doug, how strong does Sanders enter the race with that kind of haul? Uh, it, it's a it's a huge haul, and yeah. I think repudiates a lot of the Democrats who didn't want him to run for either their own selfish reasons point. or to think yeah. that he couldn't really compete. He is the big dog right now. I think the challenge that Bernie presents and has presented for Democrats, whomever the, the nominee is, is he ha he's right. He has moved this party to the left, and the further to the left this party goes, uh, the the more the ground helps Trump. And but, Trump can win, and this is a part of the but, reason why. But 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 but. <clears throat> When you talk about the issues themselves, Medicare for all has like 70 percent support, taxing the rich, incredibly popular, free college, incredibly popular. These are issues that are really popular with right. the American Medicare people. For all, popular until you say if that would mean you have a right. yeah, private, yeah. private uh, insurance I, when, and when what does it cost? When Wisconsin I, I, on, you can't have insurance and you're going to pay reparations. I'm now in the position to agree with you, my friend. <laughs> the, the Democrats are the gift that can't stop giving because their party has moved to a socialist agenda that's going to do nothing but help the president of the United States because even Democrats and 
and there are many who are conservatives are scratching their heads saying, we don't want to become a Venezuelan. But, but, Listen, but, I, but, I, but, I, but, I had a conversation, Crystal, though, to, about socialism yeah. versus capitalism yeah. and how the president clearly wants to frame Loves the election. Um, I have heard some Democrats more moderate Democrats, uh-huh. kind of framing it that way, too. Okay, what does, it, what does that do in this election? Well, a couple things that I would like to point out. Number one, it doesn't matter whether we're centrist or moderate or progressive or where we are. They always say that we're socialists. I mean, Obamacare was socialism, and it was Mitt Romney's health care plan. So it doesn't matter. And now matter. Republicans in 2018 ran on the core and, of and the idea that we're going <laughs> to appease Republicans. They're gonna be, oh, that's reasonable. That is never going to happen. So you may as well offer solutions that are actually up to the scale of the problem. That's number one. Number two, Hillary Clinton was a centrist, moderate, progressive, business-friendly capitalist, and she got her butt kicked. Mm-hmm. So she got 63 that million model votes. doesn't work either. What people actually want... Define butt kick. She's not You're president. She won the she's not president. That's yeah, exactly. all I care about, all right? She got more votes than Bernie. So, I mean, it depends how you look at it. I say for the Democratic <laughs> primary, let a thousand flowers bloom, right? Everyone always paints the Democratic Party as the progressives versus the centrists. Yeah. Let the progressives fight amongst each other. I think in the end, the best thing, in my opinion, for the Democratic Party is to run someone who can take back the middle and that's actually where the general elections are there won. There is no middle. And, well, there is no middle. I'm reading my notes, Strong on national security. You know, the Democrats? These are pragmatic. I'm talking, there are Democrats who are yeah. strong national security Democrats who are pragmatic on fiscal issues. I think that's how you beat well, Trump. Well, I, I, they're engaged I, I in a civil war. They're committing political suicide, and they are going to self-destruct. What are you talking about? That's kind of what happened You've got AOC. She's not running for president, She's running the party. She's running the party, darling. Oh, for goodness sake. She, I got a couple other she, people. She destroyed who... her own city in New York with Amazon. She's out there <laughs> doing all kinds of crazy. She's the best gift we have. Now, that's Bring power to destroy your own city in like So I recommend <laughs> Donald Trump should run against uh, Alexander Ocasio-Cortez, who is a freshman Demo- freshman Democratic Republican, representative Democrat. It would be it. the strangest campaign that policy if he just ran against AOC. Anyway, um, but the Trump campaign with Bernie's announcement, it made a, it reminded us that the Trump campaign has only put out a statement about two of the candidates once they launch. Bernie Sanders, in what he said, which gets to, amazingly, exactly what you were saying, Bernie Sanders has already won the debate, Democratic Party, because every candidate is embracing his brand of socialism. The other person that the campaign put a statement out about was Elizabeth Warren. Does that mean that those are the two candidates that the president sees as the most formidable challengers? Oh, I don't believe so. I, I, I believe Who do you that- think right now is the most formidable challenger? Joe Biden. Who's well, not yet in. Yeah, but, but he's in. I, well, I, I was with him in Munich all last weekend, giving speeches, I, pressing I, the flesh. I, I that guy is running. All right. I, I and, would, uh, um, he's going to be I the big I love your confidence yeah. in these declarations. <laughs> no, I, I, I would for, agree with that. I, I, you know, I mean, look, at Joe Biden, you, he has experience. He's a likable guy. Uh, but uh, I, I don't think he's going to get the traction that he would want because of the division in the Democrat Party. And I also believe that Donald Trump could beat him. Let me make the anti-Joe Biden case. He is not. Hillary Clinton was a very weak candidate and didn't connect with people. But mm-hmm. there is a similar parallel there in that she was very popular before she started running for office again. Joe Biden, Joe Biden very popular. Very popular. But once you actually get back into the fray, you know he's got problematic well, issues in his past. He's like gaff prone. I can. Like I think that there's a good chance he could fade in the Democratic primary and not have the success. You know, Josh, Josh, with your pop-up video-ness that you're doing <laughs> in this final, which I'm loving, raises something interesting. Is that where is the bar for problems in the past it's a whole new when you're world. running against Donald Trump? Is it though? Because I find that when it comes to the universe well, that we live in, Donald Trump 
Tell, is allowed thing. to live, yeah. has been allowed to live by one yeah. set of standards, but, and others do not. You but, still see members of Congress when it comes to sexual harassment and sure. affairs in the past. They're still not right. keeping their jobs. But you know, tell me something everybody doesn't already know about Joe Biden, right? All of his weaknesses are well out there. There's nothing new you're going to dig up on him that we don't already know, okay? It's baked into the cake. Mm -hmm. And he has some vulnerabilities. He's old. He hasn't been in politics a little while. Uh, he's seen as too centrist. But the truth is there are a couple of important things Joe Biden can do to make common cause with the left. And if he's able to make that bridge and perhaps choose a vice president from the left, which is actually the here's, thing that sunk Hillary Clinton's election. Yeah. If she had done that, she'd be president right now. What do you for Hang on, let me get Doug in yeah. there. I think Joe Biden, Joe Biden could be very formidable against Trump, but he could also find himself in a situation where his best day is his first day. And that's the danger for Trump. Mm -hmm. Or for, for Biden. For Biden. Yeah, I yeah. think that's well said. Think about Howard Schultz as he become a Ross Perot. Oh, oh, well, I then we've got Howard Schultz. Well, let's just hold off on, let's hold off on, yeah. talk about coffee, buddy. Let's hold off on Starbucks guy until we have to talk about it. Great to see you guys. Thank you very much. That's the State of America this week. Be sure to listen to the podcast. You can subscribe at Apple Podcasts or your favorite app. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks all. Sorry, Chris, what were you saying? When you work, you work next level. When you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.